fly me to the moon. Boot. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to White Noise. I'm Matthew Blacker. And I'm Joshua Robinson. I don't know why I said my full name. <laughs> Are we using our full names now? I just That's the first time I've said my first, full na- first name on the podcast. Is it? Surely not. <laughs> I swore before I said my first name on the podcast. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, I'm now in a moon boot. I've elevated from... Um, Oh, if you're keeping up with the, 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 the plot the, of this the, season, the, the season recurring theme is foot injuries. How's your foot injury going? It's fine. You're yeah. in thongs now. It's yeah. still it's still pretty heavily wrapped. Um, yeah, that's just for this week, hopefully, and then next week should be back better. to business. Back to business. Back hopefully. to business. Fingers crossed. That's very exciting. I um, shout out to my podiatrist if you're listening. Yeah, what's your podiatrist name? Do you want to give Kenny? Me Kenny. <laughs> Good Kenny. Kenny. Shout. I don't know why I'm not that. <laughs> I, uh, my progress is a bit more slow going. I, uh, I walked two meters on my own feet today. Oh, that's very, it's that like you're, it's like you're a baby again and you're taking your it's, first steps. It's so weird. Like I didn't think about it, but it's like, like, cause I've just not been putting weight on it and the confidence like actually bear. So the way I have to walk at the moment is like with crutches and then I put a little bit of weight on my foot and I slowly increase a bit of weight. But I was like, earlier today, I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk from here to the door. I was like somewhere there and I was like, I was just at the edge of the bathroom. It's like, I'm going to walk to the door. And, and 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 let Rachel in, and I and I did it without the crutches, and I was very proud. That's not even two meters. That's like <laughs> I was inside the bathroom. Oh, inside. Yeah. All right. That, yeah. This <laughs> checks out. It checks out. But the problem is, then I was like, uh oh, I'm stranded because <laughs> <laughs> the, the crutches were still in the bathroom. <laughs> but then Rachel was there, so she was able to get them for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So it's fine. Yeah. But it was a moment of like, uh oh, uh oh, <laughs> what have I done? Um, but yeah, although I've technically. Uh, I'm technically missing a bit of my moon boot. Yeah, you, because... you lost it. What? You lost it. How do you know? What? Did I tell you? Well, you told me you left it in the office. When did I tell you that? Right before we started recording. Oh my god, did, we, did I really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's my memory gone? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was I was walking home last night. I was like, what's, where's my, where's the bit of my shoe? Because <laughs> we can't go in after hours because of safety reasons at the moment. Um, and I was like, yep, I, I left it because I had to take my foot out occasionally do like little exercises with my foot and like, and so I just like took my, took like undid the because there's this big plastic thing on the front. Like it's not too important because obviously my injury's on the side, but I was like, oops, <laughs> that's gone for the weekend. You win some, you lose a moon boot. <laughs> exactly. I was like to my mum, I lost part of my moon boot and it was, she was like, okay, well then don't put any weight in your foot. It's like, I was not the weight behind it. It's like, how does that work? Um, speaking of the phrase, you win some, you lose some. It I, came up in a movie or a show I was watching. It also came up in, I saw it on a random article and then also some YouTube video that I was watching. What were you watching? I can't remember. Some, something random. Maybe it was a show. I can't it was, have, but what I mean, oh, it came, no, it definitely came from a TV show because I've been watching, I started to watch this show called Please Like Me by Josh Thomas. I wasn't watching that. Oh, do you know who Josh Thomas is? Yeah. 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 He was really on, funny. he was on. Oh, I know, I know what this is. I'm going to see if you can remember. Um, Five, four, three. Uh, generation. Two. Talking about your generation. <laughs> there we go. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, he was on Talking About Your Generation. Um, and please like He me. was the Gen Y. Yeah, Gen. Yeah. yeah, he was the young one. Like the one, I don't know about you, but I felt I related most to him because he was the young one. Yeah, yeah. Even, even though we're not Gen Y. True. Well, are we Gen Z or millennial? No, we're, we're, like in, we're like technically Gen Z, but like. Or technically millennial, like somewhere in between. Because we're 99. We're on the cusp. 
yeah. of either one. Speaking of, so I was thinking about this. The podcast is now older than you because the podcast is twenty one. Well, because <laughs> last week age. we forgot to celebrate its twenty first birthday. Well, it's not age. Really. No, it is. It is. <laughs> Each episode is, is, it takes the craft of a year. No, it takes the craft of maybe two hours. <laughs> How dare you? Were you doing about the recording time or the prep time? <laughs> all together the, the prep the recording and the post-production all takes about two hours well we had to have we should speak about that because we actually had to have post-production last week we did yeah you also have to reveal the film name before I did it. should we move that on to the, onto the next topic then yeah that's uh, number number two on my list on my, I've got a little like he's got a proper fold I feel like I'm actually in a studio or something. I, I know this right like do you want professionals do you want a pair of headphones to wear no good because I don't have any <laughs> uh, so I'm actually gonna ex- so I was oh am I speaking too loud uh, just a little I'm just turning it down slightly so that's lower my no voice. you can keep talking welcome to ASMR with Matthew Blacker <laughs> I'd like to clarify that that was Josh. That was, def- that was, that was definitely Josh. <laughs> you can't prove anything. <laughs> Why would you do it and then try and put the blame on someone else? That's really weird. Why would I do it? And Yeah, exactly. That's my point. <laughs> You've made my point for me. Thank you. Anyway, um, so I was actually preparing this list of us thinking through my things that I was going to talk about in the podcast. And I said, uh, and I was sitting there with, with Rachel. And so for context... Um, we record we recorded this the previous episode a week ago, which makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> roughly about a week ago, um, but that episode only came out quite recently. In yeah, so yes. we came yes at the time of recording it came out a few days ago. Yes, we won't say how many, but yes. quite recently. And Rachel, oh, I just dropped my pencil. Sorry, I'm feeling very professional right? as I say as I as you my drop pen. your pencil, <laughs> cause some extra noise. Exactly right, some white noise. One could even oh, say, yeah. oh, oh, oh nice. roll credits. <laughs> um, and I was, I was sitting there, and I was because she was planning on listening to that episode whilst we were recording this one. So it's a little good little structure. She can listen to the episodes and catch up whilst I do the new one. Um, but. I was like saying aloud the things and then I said, and when I came home from recording the previous one, um, I said, oh, this is the, the game that I did. We did 20 questions for the movie. And she thought, because I was originally thinking of doing it with Little Women, but I actually mentioned that on the podcast earlier in the episode. So I, so I was, because I was tossing up between Little Women and Jurassic Park. So... <laughs> we could we could we could censor that as well no no i reckon i reckon play with it because that's exactly what happened so so for for those who are playing along at home it was jurassic park was the movie from last week but i was sitting there going through this the the the, the list of things i was saying right first of all do fly me to the moon boot then jurassic park then and then she was like sorry what and i was like uh, uh. <laughs> you just love Jurassic Park. I, exactly. I mean, I do, right? <laughs> but I just, like, just, just dead ass, just said the name, like, midway. Because the whole point of the story is I wasn't going to tell her. Like, I came home from the podcast and I was like, I, this is what we did. And she was like, oh, you've got to tell me. Because she always wants to know about what happens on the podcast before, before listening to it. I was like, you know what? You listen to the podcast and see if you can get it based on Josh's hints. Because I thought it'd be really funny if she could get it based on your hints and uh, you couldn't. Um, but now but yeah. we'll never know. Exactly. Now we'll never know. I've, I reckon I've saved you embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Probably not. Your, your hints are rubbish. Um, like, like we said, I, like, I'm curious to see if anyone got it. Mm. But yeah. Um, but obviously some of you will remember that I made a very extraordinary claim during, during the, 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 what the, game. the game. 
Um, oh, but we won't talk about that claim because that comes up in another thing. Well, we can True. mention it. We can mention it. Yeah. So in the, I said that um, if you like, if you hadn't seen this, we're quitting the podcast. Yeah, we're no longer friends. And uh, and we're no longer friends. Josh hasn't seen Jurassic Park, which I am still shocked by. We have a, a live reaction to that. We 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 as soon as. This came up, we hit the record button again, so we have a bit of a bonus episode next week. For we'll, we'll be coming out sometimes. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if we were going to say the, when the bonus episode was coming out or not, if we were going to keep that a surprise. But we've told them well, now. Next week sometime. Next week. True. Get, get excited for some point in the, in the following week. Not in the following week for us, but the following yeah. week for you. Yeah, see, so we've still got no clue when it is. Exactly. Because we're time travelers. We're, we're speaking to people in the future. That's, that's true. Yeah. They could be... And if you're listening to this... Weeks from now, it all it might already be out. If you're listening to this on the twenty uh, second of October, what I want you to do is to take a screenshot of your phone with the date and you listening to this podcast and send it into us. Yeah, and maybe the timestamp that is currently now as well, just so that we can like go check out. That. And we won't remember it. it well, that's why I need you to send the timestamp because <laughs> I need us. What are you talking about? We remember everything. We remembered the Jurassic Park thing. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> because that was the only thing we've ever done cross episodes. That's not true. I, we also remember to keep the continuity with the, the foot chat. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that was, that was very hard. But that's you bringing up a continuation of something, not a cliffhanger that we resolved. True. I feel like we've had another cliffhanger that we didn't resolve once. Didn't we try to have a cliffhanger at the mid-season finale? Oh, yeah, did we? No, we decided not to. I can't remember. I neither can I. If we remember to have a cliffhanger, <laughs> let us know. Or we could just go listen back to our podcast. No, but there'll be people... Like, I know there's people who are listening to this and catching up on, like, episodes from far back. Because um, we've got that huge fan base, you know? Yeah, we do. Exactly. We actually do. It's, it's going well. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice to hear. Oh, this reminds me. I... I discovered on, on the, our Facebook page we can get a bunch of stats about our people on our... Because you know how you have the stats on the people who listen via Spotify? Yeah. I have the stats on the people who've liked our Facebook page. Oh, very But I forgot to write them down anyway. So maybe I'll bring we're that steal, up. We're stealing all your data if you're listening. That's not true. Zuck is. <laughs> <laughs> and we're getting it. Yeah, so. exactly. Zuck is stealing your data and giving it... Well, I don't, it's not like it's exciting. It's like Robin Hood, kind of. You're calling Mark Zuckerberg Robin Hood? <laughs> yeah, they're very similar. They both want to bring down the rich capitalist scum. No, but isn't isn't Zuck the rich capitalist? Yeah, that's the joke. Oh right, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha. This was like we were having, uh, we were having, we went to the pub as like the our department yesterday, uh, because someone in our group is leaving um, in like next week. Very sad, but they're leaving to go to a PhD, so it's very exciting. Oh, okay, that's exciting. Bittersweet, bittersweet, bittersweet. exactly. and we were talking about somehow technology came up because oh, one of the PhD students got reasonably drunk <laughs> and was trying to convince his supervisor to start watching this particular show. Um, and we were saying that he should get Stan to watch it. And our supervisor was explaining that he doesn't, he doesn't like listen, go to, when he gets a subscription service, or he doesn't like have like a favorite brand, but he has expectations of different brands. And then there was one brand that he was bad, bad mouthing in particular. He was just like, yeah, this, this is the worst. And it was Jeff Bezos. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think we've bad-mouthed Jeff Bezos. Yeah, well, as we should. Yeah. 
scum. <laughs> exactly. Jeff Bezos is Jeff scum. Jeff Bezos, if you're listening, you're, you're scum. scum. And you know what? We won't And also, sp- please give us some of your oh, I was going to say, we won't, we won't accept a sponsorship. But <laughs> <laughs> we won't accept a sponsorship, but we might accept... Uh, no, no, no. I, couple, Jeff Bezos, couples. give your money to a good cause. Yes. Yes. That's how about that. Especially if that good cause is me. <laughs> no, no. No, Josh. <laughs> That's a sponsorship. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's move along. So, Joshua, what have you brought to the podcast today? Oh, I'm going. Yeah. As oh. in, I've got another topic, but you go. Oh, okay. Well, I can't do three topics in a row, can I? Uh, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I honestly didn't really think of anything this week, but I did finish Frankenstein, the book. Oh. Um, so, you want to do book club? Not really. Not really Because I think club. I've read Frankenstein. Oh, have you? In, like, year six. I, I wanted to talk more about Frankenstein, the concept in general. That's okay, because... More recently than reading, I've seen a high school production of Frankenstein. Oh, okay. So I can, I have like bits and bobs of memories of Frankenstein. Because I didn't really have many expectations of Frankenstein going in, but I've been shaped by the popular culture. That's what do you mean you didn't have many expectations? I mean, I didn't really know what the book was going to be like, but I kind of had... I can give you a hint. Book. It's about a monster. <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be a monster book where Frankenstein's this dimwit that's just trying to go no, around and like zombie. No, that's it's not that about that I know, but that's what kind of how he's portrayed in the popular culture. Yeah, which is uh, like if you've if you've if you've read the book or seen the play. I seen know, a, well, yeah, well I haven't I haven't read the book, which true. is why I was so shocked. I was like Which is why you were reading the book. <laughs> which is why I was reading the book and Frankenstein is a very to be well frank. spoken, to be frank, a very well, well no, sorry, not Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster. Because Frankenstein is the doctor. Yeah. But some people have a very big pet peeve about that. Yeah. Like, not me. But. <laughs> well, it certainly seems like it. You do. Because <laughs> you just corrected it. I just feel like I remember hearing it as a fun fact. It's like, oh, Frankenstein is the name of the creator, not the, the character. And someone was so proud of this fun fact. It's like, okay. <laughs> Knowledge is knowing that Frankenstein isn't the monster, wisdom is knowing Frankenstein is the monster. Wisdom is knowing that Frankenstein, the creator, is the monster. Yeah, that's that's. Oh, is that what you says. said? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> I got very confused because I yeah. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, well, the monster Should we give a spot summary of Frankenstein for those sure, who sure? Who actually, I, I would love to do this. Actually, oh, I've got some soy sauce in my pocket. <laughs> Why did you just pull out some soy sauce? I, it was just in my pocket, and I was like, "What is this? Do you want to leave that here, or are you gonna take it home? I'll take it home." You will. Yeah. little soy, soy snack. A little snack. You want. you want some like rice and I don't know. Any... Nah, nah, I'm okay. I'll just um... anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, Frank- we'll smack that instead of the butter. Frankenstein. Yeah, um, sorry, sorry. So it's about this. <laughs> I just remember that I ate the orange you gave me last episode. <laughs> oh, was it good? Yeah, it's a good orange. Sorry, as you were. Uh, Frankenstein is a a little a little kid that starts reading alchemy books. Because he thinks they're the future of science, even though his father tells him they're not. And then he goes to university and finds out alchemy sucks and that chemistry and all that all that other stuff is Wait, actually. I think personal offense that you lose in chemistry is the best. Well, science. I think that's just the one that is mentioned the most in the. Oh, is it because novel. he wants to do chemistry? Yeah, I think it's because yeah. he studies chemistry. Um, Fair. I mean, he should study physics, but... <laughs> well, yeah, if he did, he probably wouldn't have made a mess for himself. <laughs> exactly. Um, but then he continues using alchemy and chemistry, I believe. It's a bit ambiguous, a bit hand-wavy. Um, and he creates a monster 
which is basically just a human humanoid form. The, the idea is that is it, he takes dead body parts and reanimates Well, it doesn't actually say that in the book. Okay, it's I just think that's that what was we think the, in pop culture. It was a pop culture thing. Okay. Um, but I think it's implied that it is... It's, it's unnatural. So I think it's implied that it is kind of a selection of body parts and... Or it could that be that he chemically has created life. Yes, but because it's... Yeah, I don't really know how you... I guess it could also be like animal this parts like, as well, maybe. This is just reminding me about like... this. Is the, there was this great idea that... Um, the Have you heard of what a homunculus is? No. I think... Because I think I was listening to a podcast about Frankenstein, which is, which is very meta. Um, <laughs> was it our podcast? No, what... The future? <laughs> Surely. I'm a time traveler. No, it, was the, it, was, it was one of my favorite podcasts, The Infinite Monkey Cage. Great science comedy podcast. Um, have I talked about this with you before? I've heard of it. But, um, but they had an episode, and I think they were talking about Frankenstein. Or, yeah, they were talking about Frankenstein, and they are talking about the homunculus, which is this idea of like an, um, uh, like an alchemy that like you can create this like being. Um, and I think the ingredients are... Uh, it's some like vegetable and horse semen is the, is, the, is the little combo that you mix together. And the idea is that they, they believe that we create these things called a homunculus, which is like a, a small, like, brainless being. That, and, like, it's, I think it's, it's based... And Frankenstein, I think, is based upon this actual, like, these actual ideas that people... Yeah, sorry, yeah. I've, I've taken over. It's based on this actual, yeah, like, literature. Yeah. I'm saying in inverted... The alchemy is, like, literature that where, yeah. where it talks about, you yeah. know, turning uh, horse semen into a person. Into a person, or what, you make gold out of rocks or something. And yeah. That, all that kind of stuff. Like, the... The... the, 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 the um, the, or the Sorcerer's Stone for our American <laughs> listeners. The, the the people mentioned in the book are actually real. Like, the alchemy authors are actually real. Like Nicholas Formel. Uh, well, I don't think he's, like, a real one. But, but the, he, was, he was a real person, right? I don't know. I think Nicholas Formel was a real, wasn't Probably, he a real but person. But he's not mentioned in Frankenstein. But oh, okay. it's yeah, other sort, Who of, else? sort of authors. I can't remember. Give me an, oh, wow. Okay. So it wasn't memorable. Anyway. <laughs> no, no. Not, not super important. Anyway, he makes, he makes this monster. And then he kind of spooks himself because he goes what have i done and then he feels sick for ages because he's just made life i think fair probably (laughs) it's a bit messed up question for the parents in the audience (laughs) you feel sick when you (laughs) well actually oh right i was gonna say i feel like it's probably one of the things of pregnancy right is like morning sickness is a frankenstein is a metaphor for pregnancy Mm, i feel like it's two men we can't say that (laughs) like (laughs) We are not in the people position to talk about pregnancy. Anyway, play on. Um, and then, so he feels sick for a bit, and then he goes home and he finds his brother's been murdered. I'm spoiling the whole thing, by the way. Yeah, you are. We really should put a spoiler on it. <laughs> but you know, it was released hundreds of years ago, so um, exactly. You've had plenty of time to read it. I'll, I'll just go. I'll just go up for the next little bit. So this is about halfway through the. So hang on, but he, so he doesn't create the monster at his home. Where does he create it? Uh, at university. Oh, yes. like yes. us. But yeah, so imagine... Sorry, we, so just to clarify, we haven't created a monster yet. Well, yeah. By the time Unless this you pro- have. I, I could see you creating a monster. No, I'm all theoretical, man. <laughs> I see? could still see you doing it, though. Nah, it's too much chemistry. Who do you, who do you reckon we... Anyway, sorry. <laughs> you can't make a monster with lasers. You know? Wisdom is knowing... You would be a monster with lasers. Although I think oh, I think you used to have access to the particle accelerator. That's more Hulk, though. Yeah, that's close enough. Although <laughs> I've actually seen a talk from the like 
The Incredible Hulk. One of the, I would say one of the most frequently referenced films on this podcast, actually. Um, the, my supervisor for the project, um, where I had access to the particle accelerator, gave a, I just went to see him give a, a public lecture about the scientific inaccuracies of The Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. I bet he's fun of puns. He's, he's a pretty fun guy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Anyway, uh, he on. finds his brother's being murdered, and then oh, he finds it was done by Frankenstein, and Frankenstein, so, so oh, the monster, the, he's done by the monster, and the does monster, it, so the monster doesn't get a name, does it? No. I thought the well, book... I think he names himself after his creator. Yeah, because doesn't the book follow the monster rather than the creator? Uh, so then at this halfway point, um, uh, Frankenstein, the person, asks the monster... Um, kind of, I don't. The monster starts telling his story, so then it swaps perspective, and the monster starts talking. Um, so that goes for like another quarter of the book, and then the last quarter it switches back to Frankenstein, the person, and him trying to like run away and then find the monster again. Yeah, because the bit from the, the the monster's perspective is quite sad. Yes, I remember. Yes, very sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. The I the idea the the crux of it is that Frankenstein monster kind of is born wholesome and loving and just wants to be involved and accepted by people Mm. and then everyone's terrified of him so he becomes pushed away and because he becomes pushed away he becomes uh malevolent and evil and well not necessarily evil i guess but does bad things he does like he does like lashes out and well, I don't know. Kind of, he kind of does become. From evil. memory, he does bad things. Well, yes, yes, he murders lots of people. That's a bad thing. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't argue with that. Um, yeah, I, so it's kind of like almost like a, it like a demonstration of how, uh, like it's like almost like an, almost like you could argue that it's like almost like an argument for nurture over nature, in terms of like how society yeah. can shape a. Yeah. Like, you can be shaped by your society into becoming a particular... Yeah, the novel definitely implies that if Frankenstein's monster was accepted, he wouldn't have become a monster. Oh, okay. So it's... Yeah. Yeah. So it strongly implies that if all these things hadn't happened, that all these things happened as a result of the what happened to Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Yes. Is Frankenstein's monster responsible for the things that he does? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. He's, he just becomes I was so more angry. Really. Yeah. He just becomes so angry that yeah. he just wants to kill things as yeah. like to get revenge on his creator yeah yeah so it's really it's it's almost like an, a, a philosophical de- debate about the nature of like uh like psychology and like who we are right like it's yeah it's, it's quite it's, a it's, it's, uh, well I, I read mary shelley's wikipedia page the author yeah um, it seems like she dropped some facts about mary shelley because i she i think she's pretty cool yeah well uh hardcore feminist yeah. and so a lot of her works reflect her views mm-hmm. but then when they were published especially after her death they were all all those views were suppressed and it's oh, only wow. recently that they've been like okay. publishing the unedited yeah. versions of them mm-hmm. um, which i thought is quite interesting so frankenstein kind of the text isn't mm-hmm. alone in that it's very philosophical and um mm-hmm. open about <laughs> what like was Shelley frankenstein like quite edited as well um i'm not sure i don't think as much because it's not very it's less about gender i suppose yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, but she has other works okay. that are yeah. similar. She also has. Are they like essays or books? Or? No, they're like novel. They're similar to Frankenstein. They're novels that are kind of focused on like an a, idea, an idea yeah. that explore it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, we should we should maybe read some more Mary Shelley books then. Because I think it'd be it'd also be I think really interesting to read both 
the unedited edited and the edited versions. Yeah. Like that would be a really interesting thing to read as well. Like to see kind of like I presume the edited versions have just cut out stuff from the yeah yeah I don't think they would be I mean even the changes inverted quotation marks uh, sorry I realised I have to say that on podcast <laughs> are like uh, unedited ones right like are probably still going to be like somewhat uh, the views have kind of been edited or like shaped a bit but if that kind of makes sense right yeah. because they're going to be like earlier in the editing process I mean but, I mean I think they were still published it was just after like when they were continue to be published they were changed okay yeah. to I don't know yeah that sounds like a very interesting thing that we should learn more about. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, I'm, I thank you for sharing all that knowledge about Frankenstein. And I have one more Frankenstein fact. Yeah, tell me some time. more Frank facts. Oh, so so we, we okay, I okay, am so, not in a rush. <laughs> so, it's, you know it's how like I, have my, I have my collection of, of e-books. Yes. Yes. So, I had to download Frankenstein from the Gutenberg yeah. online library, which is a f- website oh, that's where you right, can get free ebooks. It's yeah. out. It's out. It's in public domain. So yeah, it's been so long. Wow. Oh, that was really bad, wasn't it? <laughs> that was really sorry. Bad. Sorry, I just need to be like my my in my my moon boot needs a bit of air. Sorry, and it's sorry. I did not realize that this would be so loud that I just completely I completely derailed <laughs> you, didn't I? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, I can do this. I forgot that Velcro is not quiet. No, no. But uh, anyway, uh, sorry. Anyway, um. What was I? What was I saying? So you downloaded Frankenstein. Oh yeah, yeah. But I had I had books called Frankenstein. They were called Frankenstein one, two, and three. Oh. And it turns out they're a a series by Dan Kruntz. Dean Kruntz. Dean Kruntz. I've heard that name. Yeah. He's he's... a horror writer or a mystery suspense writer. Yes. Um, and they're kind of a continuation of Frankenstein. So is this, because Dean Crouch is a modern author. Yes. So someone was like, oh, you know, so I'm in the 90s, keep, yeah. He's like in the 90s, like, you know what, I can, I can just keep on, yeah. just so with, with any consultation of the Shelley estate or? Well, no, I think it would have been in public domain by then. So. Oh, true. So, so you can just so do whatever you you're saying that I could write a sequel to Dracula if I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> From next year, we can write sequels to Gatsby. Really? Yeah. Oh, because it's been a hundred years. Wow. I, uh, well, I I should read Gatsby first before we attempt that. <laughs> we'll, we, what we'll do is we'll, we'll write it as a podcast. Yeah. We'll, we'll, contributions. <laughs> we'll, we'll yeah. write a sequel to Gatsby. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, and so the book takes place in modern, um, I think it's America. Mm-hmm. And basically, the a lot of characters have been renamed, but Frankenstein, using alchemy, figured out a way to become immortal. And so he's living in America as kind of this... Jeff Bezos figure and he's making like e- well not not that Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos yeah, again. Not, not that Jeff Bezos is doing this although he probably could be but he's in creating this new race of beings that he wants to take over humanity and I heard that beings and I just thought, I thought of him growing these like zombie beans. beings like like little like jelly beans that are going to take over the world sorry um, and then Frankenstein's monster is trying to stop Frankenstein still. So they're both still alive. Oh, and then wow. So Frankenstein also from, is also immortal. Yeah. Wow. Because he, uh, I don't know, something to do with the way he was created. Yeah. He doesn't die. Yeah. Um, so then, and then it's, I, I don't know, follows, it doesn't follow either of those two characters, but they're kind of the antagonist and then a very, like, strong supporting character. And yeah. then it's about them trying to stop Frankenstein from destroying the world. Wow. Yeah. There you go. 
which I just thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's like I didn't know that it's like I, they've received like any good reviews these books. Or um, I mean, I had a look. They didn't seem to be terrible. I kind of feel weird about someone like taking a a dead person's idea and running with it uh, without their permission. Well, they're dead, so... Yeah, but, like, surely, like, still, like, the... I don't know, right? Well, what about the fairy tale adaptions? Oh, what? Well, you know, well, Snow White yeah, and true. Beauty and the Beast and Tangled. Yeah, and that's a, that's a Frozen. good Frozen. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's, that's true. I, I suppose it's more like it's... Yeah, true, but I feel like things like Frozen, for example, is an amalgamation of folklore, right? And, like, telling that folklore in a particular way, right? I suppose you could. I suppose you could argue, for example, the the book that I just finished, um, the Song of Achilles, is essentially like retelling uh, Greek st- stories, right? Well, one particular story, um, but yeah, like I, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, that's fair. Well, I think the whole point of copyright is that once it goes into the public domain, it's free for anyone to do that too you know you yeah, like lose con- like the whole idea is that you lose control over it and then other people can do whatever creative stuff they want with it yeah i think you know i think maybe the reason like i jumped at that was like i felt like a little unsure about that is because you just given examples about how during her lifetime or just after her lifetime, yeah. mary shelley's uh basically her views and opinions had been like essentially suppressed by like like male publishers and then it was just like couple hundred years later this i, I like I, I think i'd initially misinterpreted is this guy coming along and trying to like rewrite write frankenstein yeah himself it's not than, yeah it's not like it's so it's, yeah it's in different some ways that. yes but i i don't think it's him it's, it's not in the same vein as what was happening just after her passing i think as well you can still go read frank it's not like he's destroyed yeah, the original <laughs> sure, it's more like he's read. my take yeah 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 no so i completely i completely misunderstood that yeah yeah no but that is quite interesting there you go it makes sense so we could write our own Frankenstein. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why the high school did the play on it, because it was like, if it's public domain, you don't have to pay copyright for the for this to write a script on it. Yeah, because yeah. it was because the because it was actually a year eleven student wrote this wrote yeah, the play yeah, so, based yeah. on the story. Yeah. Totally free. Totally free because the story is public domain. There you go. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. I feel like you've taught me a fair bit of copyright law. And maybe it, like over the course of this podcast. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Not a not a lawyer. Please don't <laughs> please don't sue me if you've been taking copyright advice from me. <laughs> I've been taking copyright advice from Well, me. yeah, but you know, if you end up getting sued for something, please don't. I like it for this podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> um any other other Frankenstein facts? Nah, Frankenstein facts done. Alrighty. Um let's move on to um I've got I'm gonna open up my folder again. So I, I'm I'm going with oh Josh is getting his read out. Oh no, she's taking his jumper <laughs> off. I was like because you filled up your shirt first. I was like <laughs> Josh is gonna strip midway through the podcast. <laughs> if the the podcast is the audio of Josh stripping. If we um, if we get uh, ten thousand dollars, yeah, then then we'll do a naked podcast. <laughs> but no one will be able to see it. So. But you'll know. So well, you'll it's like know. <laughs> it's like I always talk about this. So I like like as I think I've mentioned in the past, I listen to Hamish and Andy, right? And you know they have pants off Friday, right? But you never... Do you ever listen to the podcast and think, you can tell that they're not wearing pants? <laughs> no. I mean, we could be not wearing pants right now. We could, yeah. That would be... But, like, do you reckon there'd be an air of satisfaction if, like, you upload a podcast knowing that you weren't wearing pants when you recorded it? 
Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. Maybe we should try it. It's well, over little... the summer, hmm. we, we probably won't be in the same city. True. Well, we, maybe we'll talk about that after, <laughs> after this. <laughs> yeah. But we could do, I suppose, because we'll probably record over Zoom or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And we could be, yeah. like, <laughs> turn the camera off. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. That's true. That, that would be fun. But I don't think we should tell the listeners. No. And then, like, a couple of weeks later, be like, by the way. By the way. You were listening to... That feels a bit weird, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I... If I... Uh, pranked. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, that, I, I don't know what you're going to call that segment. <laughs> a weird... Pants chat. Pants chat? Well, let's go to music chat because I'm going to bring up something I flagged last oh, week. More no, continuation. No. You're not keen for this. <laughs> if this is what I think it is. Wait, what do you think this is? Is this the game where I have to? Uh, it was something about guessing popular music or something. Yeah, so I've changed it a little bit. So okay. Josh is Josh has got a music degree, but he knows. Well, I don't that. have a music degree. True, you don't. You're in the process of. But after this year, you will. Uh, oh, so after this year, you'll be eligible, and then you'll get on. Yeah. 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 True. So technically, yes. It's like I technically have a science degree, but only if I like. But like, I'm not claiming not it until yet. not yeah. until I, as in like I'm waiting until I, I get the honors to claim it. You know, um, so speaking of honors, in the honors room, uh, well, I say in the honors. Room, I remember that. Okay, yeah, yeah, in yeah, my yeah. in my office. At, so Josh is a, a music student, but he knows very little about popular music. Well, that's debatable which is fine because you don't need to know anything about popular music to do this quiz i reckon oh okay That's because cool. because what a, so in our honors office one of the things that we do um is we play music through a speaker and someone puts on a song and everyone else who's listening rates that song of that sorry that album we play albums sorry and we, they rate that album out of 10 and basically we've this is over the last few weeks and we've got because we play maybe like a couple of albums a day and then we do some like quiet work and stuff like that because we have meetings and things like that. But we've got like a list of like 54 different albums that we, so far, that we've played. Um, and, we, and we essentially, and the idea is that we have a little like table on the whiteboard ranking on how everyone's average is going. I've dropped down to third, previously Ooh. being second, which is, uh, I had a couple of, I played a couple of albums that got, stink, it's got stinking ratings, um, which is a shame. Cause if you want to get back up, play one of my albums. As of the ones that you've written yeah. for sound. Well, we had one that scored all right was uh, by the Gregorian brothers. And it was a, not Gregorian chanting, but it was like a, it was these people called the Gregorian brothers that do acoustic guitar. Oh, because I was really was, hoping it was going to be Gregorian chant. I should do. There's a group that does Gregorian chant, but it's modern pop songs that they've turned into really? Gregorian chant. That's amazing. Yeah. I wonder I want to chuck on maybe just a bit of Mozart. For a bit oh, yeah. and see how that goes down. That'd be interesting to see. It probably get an average. So it was kind of well. As soon as we started, one of one of the people in the office, Tom, was like, "We should give like really harsh ratings." Mm. Like like uh, uh, he, it was like here's his ratings. And so we've so the highest rating, his highest average rating that an album has is eight point three seven five. Oh, that's a bit lower. There's like, as in I think the highest I've given an album has been nine, and the and then I've as in two nines have been given out and one album's been given a nine point five. Where, no tens. No tens have been given. Wow. No, harsh, harsh group. I've given out a one point five. Oh, that was the sicko mode. Yeah, to, to Astro World. Oh, sorry. Um, but I was I was actually looking through it and it was it was very interesting because I looked at the the top five and the bottom. The thing is like the like the bottom five, top five, and the bottom. Only in a physics honors office will you find this level of attention to the stats of the <laughs> the, the radio in the office. 
Oh, a hundred percent. I've got a, like this great little Excel notebook that doesn't. I also got like I've got the standard deviation on people's scores oh, to like because because like. What if you spend more time doing your honors and less time doing? This? It's, a, it's a good. It's a good little break. It's pra- it's me. I'm practicing my data and answer skills. You know. Whatever you tell yourself. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was gonna make you rank the top five, but then I realized that like that wouldn't be too fun. I know, but I've got a slightly different game. So what I'm going to do, so I've picked out from the list, I've picked out three different albums, right? And I'm going to hold these so you can't see them maybe. But what I've done is I've picked out three albums that all share like a common theme. And I've got, and you have to guess where they, those three, because they're not necessarily the top five. Right. They're three random albums and then you have to rank them on which you think like people like the most within. Right, yeah. And so like, um, so do you, do you understand what I'm... Yes, yeah, so they they could be... Of numbers like 8, 14, and 30, and I just have to rank them in that correct order as if they were 1, 2, and 3. I just wanted to let you know that not, none of 8, 14, or 30 are. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> that, which is the closest there was, um, number 19 is on this list. Right. But but apart from that, that's the closest you've got. Okay. Um, yeah, but that's the that's the idea. That's right? the idea. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, no, 27's on this list. That's closer. Anyway. Uh, oh, no, 29's on this list. <laughs> Anyway, that's not particularly exciting. So the first, so I, the first group is um, English pop slash rock. All right. Um, and it's like it's like male singers or groups. So so the three albums that I want you to figure out have rated the highest lows is Abbey Road by the Beatles, mm-hmm. Divide by Ed Sheeran, and Harry Styles by Harry Styles. Oh, um. So have you heard any of these albums? Yeah, well, I don't think I've listened to all of them all the way through, but I've definitely heard them. As in, you would have heard like yeah, some, everyone's heard some of Abbey yeah. Road. Yeah, and never, you've Abbey probably... Road was their their kind of first. No, it was not their first, but like it it was before they did Sgt. Pepper and went all experimental. Yeah, you mean psychedelic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As in, I've so I've seen a Beatles cover band, um, which was very. I was very skeptical at first, but it was actually very interesting. It was actually quite a fun time. But what they did is they kind of like went played a few songs from each album, but they also like changed their like the stage and their attire. Oh, based right, on the, And you could so you could really see the transition, and like you could hear in the music as well, and you could you could see when they started trying the the drugs. Yeah. And like, you can see, you can kind of see that like that change very naturally occurs in the, in through through the evolution of their music. It's actually quite an interesting thing just to like listen to their discography. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Yeah. So you got. Um, I think divides on top. Okay. Then I think it's Abbey Road. Then I think it's Harry Styles. So I, I tested this earlier on Rachel, and you guessed the exact same order that she did. And you are exactly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, of the of the three albums coming in first was Harry Styles with an average of six point six seven on the album, which is the so to give you a context for this kind of scores that have been giving out, uh, that's the twenty second best album out of fifty four. It got six point six seven, but that one was interesting. That was one of the albums that received a nine. So that album received like a, I think a five, a four and a half, and a nine. Um, it's, I put the album on myself. It's a, it's a banging album. <laughs> Would highly recommend you go listen to it. Um, second was Abbey Road by the Beatles, which was a few spots down at 29. Well, so, I got that one correct. True, you got that one correct. <laughs> but you were the wrong order. Yeah, yeah. So Abbey Road is pretty much smack bang in the middle, um, which is... Uh, so Abbey Road ranks 
has the exact same score as one of the later albums on this list. And I want you to guess what it is because it's a disgrace to the history of music that <laughs> it has the same album, it's the same ranking as this artist. Um, and the third was Ed Sheeran. He was all the way down at 45 at 5.75. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Why? Um, it's, it's interesting because I think... Is I it because it has divide in the, in the, as the title and all you physics kids don't? Don't like well, we the arts kids poetry. taking, yeah, <laughs> taking. <laughs> no, it's it's interesting. One of the things we find when you listen to these albums, some of them have a lot of filler. Right. As in... Well, it depends on your definition of filler. True. As in, it's like, the thing with Divide is it's like, it's a good album. It's like 16 songs long. And some of them are good, but it's like, every second song or so is it, like, it's just like... Harsh. I've heard Harsh. it. But, uh, like, I think the other, the other problem is... I listened to this album a lot when it came... I, like, I, I didn't put this album on, um, but I listened to it a lot when it came out and um, and like I kind of got a little sick of it. And so it's kind of... Yeah, I think I probably suffered from that a little bit. Was that the one you gave a 1.5? No, it was not the one I gave a 1.5. I think I gave it like a 5 or a 6. Like in terms of... It was like... Yeah, very harsh. Very, I think very it, harsh. If you'd asked me three years ago, I probably would have given it a higher rating. But it was more like... Didn't enjoy it. As, as much it's also it's also missed because it's like it's not necessarily the best albums to listen to right because it's also it's albums that you listen to whilst you're working and so it's kind of like some albums are like are good if you are paying attention whilst listening but if you're just trying to listen to them in the background they're not that good does that kind of make sense it was, it was interesting we were talking about this as well that like if you're <laughs> I went once like after an album it was like later that afternoon it was like yeah look my simulations weren't working this morning. That's probably why I gave it such a low score. <laughs> so really, like, you, it's luck of the draw with the day. Also, whoever's in the office, because not everyone's in the office. You got to. Oh, so it's not a fair. It's not a fair. Oh, God no! Not fair. It's completely chaotic. Um, but that's part of the beauty of it, right? Um, if you have someone walk out and say the first half of an album's bad, but the second half's good, someone only listens to the first half, they can just give you a bad rating. Oh, surely they can't. Because they can't rate it as they haven't. No, nah, we're, pretty, we're pretty fast and loose. We like to get everyone involved with the rating. So it's kind of like, as an iPad. You listen to one song and you base the entire album as an, on the one. I think once uh, Tom put on an album and Owen gave it a good mark. I didn't give it a very high mark. And Owen was like, Tom was like, I know Maddie loves this and texted her and she sent back it her rating. And like, and then, and then when that, that went to the spreadsheet and boosted up the mark. Like it's very, it's very fast and loose. It's good for a little bit of spirit of competition within the office though. Um, although we think we may have driven a couple of people out of the office as a result. Um, but yeah, so you have the inverse order with that first one. Um, but yeah, Abbey, Abbey Road as well. It's like 20 songs long. It's, it's a very long album. Well, albums back then had to be long. Well, yeah. What do you mean? Well, it wasn't as much choice. <laughs> you know, you if you're buying an album, you want to get... You know, True. you don't you don't have Spotify. You don't have. You want to get as um, much on there as you can. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because most albums like 30, 40 minutes, but yeah, that one Abbey Road I think was more close to an hour. Um, but I suppose also shorter songs. So like, yeah, two and two and a half minutes. But like, there's definitely good tunes on there. There's also having because I think I've actually listened to one of their ab- other albums the full way through after going to this concert, um, and. Um, one of the other, it's like, it's not as good as one of the other albums. I think potentially because it's shorter, like there's a little bit of, yeah. Abbey Road has like a, a lot of filler, I think is the, was the, the victim, victim of it. Um, but yeah. So the next one is I've gone for some Aussie artists. Um, so there's 
and I've done them like in chronological order of the albums being released. So the first is, well, actually, this one may not have been the first release, but it's like a best hits album. Right. So the first is Songs from the South by Paul Kelly. The second one is Odyssey Number no. 5 by Powderfinger. And the third one is The Theory of Absolutely Nothing by Alex the Astronaut. So which do you think it goes one, two, three? <laughs> never even heard of Alex the Astronaut. So You've never heard of Alex the Astronaut? No. I'm a big Alex the Astronaut fan. Uh-huh. So did you like, do you remember a few years ago during the marriage Polly wrote um, Not Worth Hiding? That song that came out? So yes. Like very high yes. in Triple J Hot Yes. Yeah. Yes. So she was, she wrote and performed oh, okay. Not Worth Hiding. All right, all right. And then yep. she, and like The Theory of Absolutely Nothing came out about a month ago. As in like, it's a very recent album. Oh, right. Um, mm. And yeah, it's like, it's her first album. She's an awesome up and coming. Shout out to Alex the Astronaut. <laughs> also, is a phys- has got, has a physics honors degree. Fun mm, fact. Very fun. Um, but yeah, one of one of my favorite musicians. Um, so I was the one who put this album on. But yeah, those are the those are the three albums. So where do you reckon they sit? Can you repeat them for me? So songs from the south, which is the the first disc of that, which is the best hits from Paul Kelly. You know who Paul Kelly is? Yeah, I know who Paul Kelly well, is. Tell me a bit about Paul Kelly. Um, <laughs> I want to expose his lack of pop culture knowledge. Famous Australian. <laughs> Pop star. I wouldn't say he's pop. Well, singer songwriter. Singer songwriter. Yeah. yeah. Less less. He's not. He's not poppy. No. But he's yeah. a star. He is. He is a star. Paul Kelly. Shout out. Shout out to Paul Kelly if you're listening. Um, he did the gravy and Christmas song. The gravy and Christmas song. He did do the gravy and Christmas song. How to make gravy. And the Bradman song. He did do the Bradman song. Oh, I See? love. I love the Bradman song. Would have you wished you like more than How to Make Gravy or Bradman? Probably Bradman. It's such a... I think also part of the thing with Bradman is like... It's it's like listen, a mini musical. You know, you listen to it and you get the, the whole the whole story. Uh, but I think it's also it like kind of taps into something deep. Like if you love cricket and if you lo- like love the story of John Bradman, it kind of taps into something very like primal about that. If, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. And the third one is Odyssey Number no. 5 by Powderfinger. Do you know who Powderfinger are? Yeah. Yeah? Tell yeah. me about Powderfinger. Famous Australian band. Famous Australian band. <laughs> That is true. Uh, yeah. They're like a, like rock, not quite yeah. rock. Well, kind oh, of rock. definitely rock. Yeah, I would say they're rock. Um, yeah, rock, but not metal. Not metal. Yeah. yeah. As in, like I would, like I would say they, like they are almost like quintessential Australian rock. Yeah. Like modern Australian rock, because I wouldn't quite say that Paul Kelly is rock. No. Because he's more like he, he somehow some some song. He's more like a singer songwriter. Singer songwriter. Like, not not quite as we know it today, but like proto singer songwriter almost. Proto singer. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. <laughs> Josh is really work, working that music degree. <laughs> not really. Work, that's just, it's just language. All right. Um, so what do you I'm gonna to? I'm gonna go that this is kind of similar to the last one. So I'm gonna right. put Paul Kelly in the middle. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put. Um, Alex and the Astronaut on top because it's the mm-hmm. most recent one and then I'm going to put Powderfinger in third. So you had one and two the wrong way around. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I, I found this like as in, so I put on both the Alex the Astronaut and the Powderfinger albums right and like I put on the Alex the Astronaut album before we actually knew we were doing the rating system it was only after we played the album that we came up with the rating system I was like I really like the album um, and it's got some very interesting songs um, but I like, but I was very surprised that, as in, like, I would probably give Odyssey number five a higher mark than it. But Odyssey number five was the third on that list. It was a, it was, so it was thirty two overall with six point three three. So Odyssey number five was like from two thousand one. Has things, songs like My Happiness, which is like probably one of the like the most famous Aussie rock, like probably Powderfinger's best song is My Happiness, one of the most famous Aussie rock songs of the recent decades. Uh, and then out of these three, then Alex the Astronaut was number nineteen. 
Um, it's a theory of absolutely uh, nothing, and we've 6.75. Um, and then Paul Kelly, Songs from the South, had a rating of 8.375. Yeah. I wouldn't have picked him to be that popular. Um, amongst the physics office. Yeah. Nah, we, we all loved him. <laughs> as in, like, as in, as in, as I think when Tom, when he put, him, put it on, was like, if it's not all straight tens, <laughs> be very disappointed. I mean, I, you know, it's good. I just think we're not really his target demographic. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's more... His demographic probably skews older. Yeah, true. Sure. My mum is a huge Paul Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Well, my parents as well. They yeah. saw him live <laughs> yeah. last year. Um, oh, really? Yeah. 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 So I just feel I just a bit surprised that he was that popular. Yeah. Because um, I would have thought it's tell you what you should li- like the this the, the second we didn't listen to the second disc because but like the first disc is really good. Like it's a like it's also because I reckon I've heard about maybe half of the songs before. And then, like, listening to... And it's like, it's just the... The thing is, they're all good for the same reasons that the, the ones that I'd heard are good. Like, it's a... It, it really slaps. Yeah. So that's the number one album that we've had so far. Oh, is is nice. Songs from the South by Paul Kelly. I think that got, like... So I gave it a nine, I think, which was the second highest rating that's been given. I don't think the, the album that got the highest rating has features on, features on the list, actually. The song... The album that got the highest rating was... Uh, do you want to guess? Take a Stab in the Dark? Um... So this album got a 9.5 and was second overall because someone else in the room doesn't like the, the band that as much. So they, oh, got a, Is it Travis around. Scott? It's not Travis Scott. <laughs> oh, I thought that would have been legendary. <laughs> um, I don't know, there's a lot of albums in the world. Yeah, oh, is it, is it um, a Queen? No, Queen's not being played yet. Ah, do you want to, I'll give you... Do you want to... We'll do a little mini 20, 10, 20 questions on the... So, we don't have time. True. We'll be like, I'll, give, I'll give you like, like ask like five questions about like. Um, are they super famous? I'd say they're pretty famous. Pretty famous. They're um, not super. Like yeah, they're pretty. They're very famous. Um, are they recent? Yes, in the last couple of decades. Last couple of decades. Yeah. Um, this album was two thousand eight, I think. Eight. Oh. Uh, no, this is much earlier. This album was two thousand three. Sorry. Two thousand three. Are they Australian? No. They're English. 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 Really? <laughs> um, I love... I hope you're all enjoying just hearing Josh say, um... On well, you know, so you I didn't spring this. I didn't yeah, spring you put me on the spot here. Yeah. Um, um, do you want me to just tell you? Yeah, just tell me. Yeah, it was, it was uh, Rush of Blood to the Head by Coldplay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. it's a That's a very good album. As in, like... Yeah. I, I put it, was it on. Uh, that had... Um, the Scientist on it. Yeah. yeah. It's The Scientist. I mean, Russia Blood to the Head as well. Uh, what, what else is on it? It's just like, the thing is, there's like, there's two songs on it that aren't like awesome bangers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, song after song is awesome song. Yeah. It's a, it's a very good album. Even the ones that aren't, songs that aren't as well known from it are very good songs. All right. So the third, the third category we're going to play with is rap. Because right. um, right. I never listened to very much like rap or hip hop. Well, there's probably more more hip hop than rap. I never listened to very much before this, um, and definitely gave some harsh ratings on the first few albums because it was like it's just a genre that I've not listened to very much. Right? Um, but it's actually very like I, I've as someone who's not listened to a lot of hip hop and rap before, it's certainly like growing on me as a genre. It's quite interesting, um, and and particularly like a lot of it is from like uh, like African American communities, right? 
um, and telling and like talking about experiences growing up in those communities, uh, which are like obviously very different experiences to that we had growing up. So and it's like and in fact, one of my mates in the office was saying that this is part of the reason he likes these albums so much is because it's like it's really good to learn about like your life experiences, very different to what we have in Australia, right? Well, okay, I would say that's that maybe that's not what he said, and that's not true either, right? Because that's I think that's naive to the mis mistreatment of like people of colour in Australia, in, in particular, for example, Indigenous Australians. Um, but yeah, he was saying it's very interesting to like, kind of like, hear these stories from a different perspective. So we've got three, I've got three rap albums. One of these got the same ranking as Abbey Road. Um, and it is, it is kind of a shame that that happened. Like, I feel... Why? Like, Why is it a shame? Because, not for the nature of the album, but for when you hear who it is. So the artist is, I'll just tell you, this is Kanye West. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, why can't, why can't a, a rap album be the same as... No, it's just because Kanye West is a person. Well, yeah, the Beatles weren't great either. Yeah, true. All right, anyway. <laughs> I take your point, that's fair. Anyway, so the three, the three that we've got are The College Dropout by Kanye West, which is his first album. Then, uh, For Your Eyes Only by J. Cole, and Astro World by Travis Scott. So I, I snuck that in there per, per, just for you. Um, uh, I'm guessing Astro World's the bottom. Okay, so you're putting Astro World. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put Astro World at the bottom. So Astro World is the album that the song Sicko Mode was yeah, on. Yeah, I'm putting that at the bottom just because I don't think it would have been that popular <laughs> in, in your office. Um, and then for the other two, uh, I'm going to put Kanye on top and then, uh, J. Cole in second. So you had the bottom one correct and the other two were switched around. Uh. So this, so this list of the, of the, of the rap albums is actually like a pretty much a perfect cross section because we have, uh, so Astro World was the lowest ranked album of out of all 54 with an average of four. Uh, a large contributor to that was me giving it 1.5. Um, it's, it's not good. Um, <laughs> like, it's dope. Listen. Subjectively speaking. As in, like, yeah, sure, <laughs> alright. Like, it's sub subjectively, but, like, I, I'm pretty strong with that subjective opinion that it's not a good album. Uh, the College Dropout by Kanye West was smack bang in the middle, with 20, uh, number 27, with a 6.5. It's surprisingly funny. There's, like, a bunch of, something I didn't realise about it is there's a lot of, like, random skits in the album. Like, there's, like, little comedic skits in the album. Um, and For Your Eyes Only by J. Cole was actually number three overall with an average of 7.75, nice. which is a lot higher. Uh, I'd never, like, listened to J. Cole really before this, but it's quite, quite good. And, like, this, this album was actually, like, a, for, his, for his daughter. And there's, like, a couple of, like, really, like, nice tracks on it. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the cross-section. I was going to give you, like, the, the top five albums, but I thought it would be a little bit boring to, to run through that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But what was funny is, so there's like a clear, so there's like six of us in the office and it kind of goes like, like all the averages, like Tom is clearly the worst, the other four of us are kind of in the middle and Maddie is clearly the best and there's like this clear delineation. But then if you look at the top 10 albums, Tom has two of the top three. I have the second highest and then the 
the seven or four to ten are all Maddie's albums. So it's just super consistent in terms of the it's like the breakdown of like individuals' albums that they put on is less interesting for our listeners because they obviously don't know anyone in the office. Yes. Um, but yeah, there you go. There's a little I have a question for you. Yes, you do. How have you found listening to albums? Because I feel that's something we don't do very much yes. anymore. We yes. just listen to songs and playlists, and we very yeah. rarely will sit down and listen to an entire album, which is how they're. Concept, how they conceptually, and, yeah. and particularly, I think for older generations, for example, like our parents' generations, they probably more listen to. Well, that's not true. I like I like radio existed. Right? Oh like, yeah, but when you bought an album, true, you, you, you listened, listened to the album. You, to the album. you couldn't you put didn't. you couldn't put an album on shuffle. Yeah. Um, although, where does uh, that I term shuffle you, come from? I think you in cars and stuff they might have. Had oh, true. Maybe. Yeah. No, true. no, it came it came with the iPod, I think. Yeah. Oh, so do you want to hear an interesting thing about the iPod shuffle algorithm? So the uh, at least on All right, just tell. <laughs> so so at least on uh, on i like iPhone, it's actually it's not completely random because it was completely random. But then a lot of people wrote in and complained to Apple because they were like, "Oh, it always plays two songs from the same album back to back." And yeah. statistically, it doesn't. But your the brain recognizes when that happens, and so you um you pick up on that it's like oh it's played two songs from the same album and so if you listen on your like any apple music based device it's actually less likely to play two songs from the same album in a row because they've they've changed the algorithm so it biases away from that because it knows that because they know that people have this um confirmation bias because it's it, confirmation bias is a huge thing in terms of like you you notice things when they happen but you don't notice when they don't happen and so you think that things are more likely than they are or vice versa um, and so purely as a result of confirmation bias, Apple's shuffle algorithm is the other way around. But yeah, I think, like, I've never listened to albums. I think the album I've listened to the full way through the first time, actually, you know what it was? It was the summer before I was in the musical Godspell. My mum got the Godspell album right, on me. and, <laughs> like, played it on repeat in the car the entire summer. So I knew all the words back to back. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until... I didn't really start doing that until I had a, a project in the middle of last year um, with the pipe. Like it was, and I was just in the office all day, and like um, I noticed that everyone in there like was always listening to music. And just like I, I went knocked on my first door for about five minutes because he just like had his headphones. Like I could hear the, like he had his headphones on, and it's like it took a while to get his attention. Um, but I think then like I was just that's when I started listening to albums. Like only like really in the last year and a bit that I've started doing this but it's really interesting just listening to an album the whole way through because yeah you get the story that they're trying to tell yeah. which is kind of cool yeah yeah what do, what do, do you listen to albums the whole way through or do you listen um, to songs on travel I would I would like to um, often I don't really when I listen to music I kind of have a purpose with what I'm trying to listen for so in that sense like mm. I would try and listen to a thing but sometimes i'm just like i just want to hear this one specific song because it does something really interesting or yeah. i just like i really like this song from this album so i'm just going to listen to like this thing and that's what most of my playlists are they're not um they're just songs that i really like from things that i want to remember and yeah. like can go back to and like hit play on to just listen to so, so this is an interesting thing right because so so for me i listen to music a lot because it's like i find i have too much going on in my brain to just sit and do something I, like i need something in the background right um, but you, but you definitely like seem to listen to maybe like at least like m- like music for fun like less frequently than. It, and do you think that's because you study it? It's kind of like when you listen to it, there's a purpose for listening to it. Or? Yeah, I, I just it feels it feels like when I'm 
listening to music, I should just be trying to focus on it and listen to what it does. Okay, um, yeah. And yeah. then, which makes it really hard to do other stuff with it. Yeah. If that makes sense. So you wouldn't listen to music whilst doing work or like playing a game? No, or anything like that. no. And I don't do that anyway because I find I need silence to focus to focus on what i'm doing yeah um so i don't really yeah this was work it depends on the work yeah. you're doing right yeah so i don't even listen to podcasts or anything when working oh i don't get i'll see okay so my thing with this is that i can listen to music but not podcasts because i find because obviously i do physics right so a lot of my stuff is like i kind of the way i talk about it is like mathematics is almost a language like in, like english is a language right and for me, it's kind of, and this is probably like, if you were looking neurologically, if you had like had an, a scan of my brain whilst I was working, you could probably see this, right? Because it kind of makes sense, but because they're in different centers in the brain. But for me, it's kind of like maths is one language and mu- uh, like uh, music and podcasts are another language. So it's like, I can listen to them whilst say, is, podcasts are a little harder because I do try and pay, pay attention more, but music is more just the sound rather than yeah. like I don't necessarily pay attention. But for me, it's like, I can hear words and sounds and stuff whilst doing maths because they're like one is math I don't know what that is that's the pipes <laughs> but like one is like one language like the language of maths and one is the language of words slash music right but I like I can't listen to musical podcasts whilst writing so yeah. like in high school when I was like doing my math study I'd put on music or podcast um, or I would I, I know I would I would do is on like on Friday evenings I'd do my math homework whilst like I'd have YouTube videos in the background because it's like they're just two completely different parts of my brain. But I would only listen to things like Mozart when I was writing because like I can't have any words or dialogue in there because it like messes up when I'm because like because then I'm like having two inputs in the same language. Yeah, I don't know. Whereas it sounds like when you're like yeah, you don't. Whereas I can't do that because it just takes over whatever I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's like you're automatically going into that language. Yeah. That's really interesting. I suppose like different people have different like relationships with the music that they listen to. Yeah, I should listen to more music. Um, I just find it hard to yeah. find the time to just sit down and block out like and just listen to something. I suppose that's the thing is like when you're listening to music, you're actively listening to music. Yeah, right? yeah. Because I suppose for you, listening to music is is also a thing of like a good like for example, as a physicist, I need to read the literature right because I need to know what other people are putting out because I need to know where I'm sitting in the world. And similarly, you need to know what other music people are creating to know where your music sits in the world. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. But then it's also blocking out that time to do that is... Yeah. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have so much to do. That, yeah. yeah. Not very fair. That's very interesting. A little... little not tailgate. Um, what's, the, what's the word? I don't know. We'll leave it at tailgate <laughs> at the end there. But yeah. We're well, glad... It's from fun music chat to serious music chat. Very Shall nice. we call it there? Yeah, I think so. All right. See you all next week.